recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios, Mianjin, Brisbane, on 102.1 FM, and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Z Games. Z Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community, and culture. Want to reach out? Share your hot take? Or do you just want to share your favorite game? Find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. You're listening to Zeb Games. My name is Hazel, and I'm here in the studio with two of my favorite guys in the world. Yeah. Game. And. Peter. Uh, how do you like the new intro? I what? like it. Yeah. It's funky. Apparently, yeah. I'm really, really deep so, in the voice in that one. It's a nice so. refresh. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we spruced ourselves up. We scrub up okay, Peter. I know. 701. How, how have you two been? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Toiling away in the video game industry mines. Yeah, yeah. very much so. It's great fun. Sounds great. Great day. How about you? I don't work in the game industry, so oh, I'm you, fine. Oh, you lucky devil. <laughs> uh, you guys been playing any games lately? Uh, I've been playing um, Tetris. Tetris? Tetris. Yeah. I have played and finished Lords of the Fallen, the new one. Uh, nice. It was good. There was nice. a lot of bugs, a lot of issues, but managed to finish it. Kind of ended on a whimper, which I was surprised at. Did Expires. you fall on the side of the Fallen or the Lords? Uh, neither. Interesting. Yeah, there's actually three different main endings to the game, whether you're doing an Infernal, uh, Radiant, or Umbral ending. We went down the Umbral route. Turns out it just eats everything. I'm going to be honest, I don't know anything about Lords of the Fallen. Oh, the Umbral ending is when it's raining. You pull out your Umbral. Very tentacly. Under my Umbral. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Uh, I went with my usual uh, two just giant hammers, two-handed hammers, one in each hand, just smacking. Nice, nice. I've actually yep. been playing uh, Spyro Reignited. Zara got me into it. Really? Yeah. That one is a good one. I've finished it's, a couple of it's times. It's a really good remake. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's I've, amazing. I do have it. I'm just a little bit Spyro-wary. They're Spyro supposed wary. to be bringing out back. another one. I, You know what? I the, keep hearing about it. The abandonment they have with that franchise I know. just kills me. It's all right. Well, Microsoft look, I love Spyro. It's just the first three games. Yeah. And the good ones. they're the good ones. It's remastered beautifully. It mm-hmm. looks amazing. Yep. Controls great. It's got some like nice quality of life features that weren't in the originals. Camera good. controls. Camera controls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like actually just camera controls. I can't uh, believe it's like that the cameras were originally on the shoulder buttons. Yep. It's like, oh it was Gosh. you know, it was around the same sort of time as um what was it, Ape Escape and stuff where they were just experimenting with control schemes yeah. and whatnot. Analog sticks were a brand new thing. Tank controls. Yep. Yeah. That was a time. Yeah. Well, enough talking about old games. Aww. Let's hear some news. Some news coming news. to us from Zara. Yay. Yay. This week in gaming news. Sued over video game addiction. A lawsuit in Arkansas, United States has been filed against Microsoft, Epic Games, Activision Blizzard and other companies claiming that they use patented designs, algorithms and marketing containing addictive features and technology, subsequently leading to addiction. The concern over gaming addiction isn't new, with a clinic in the UK being established to help those with gaming disorders experiencing a massive influx of new patients in recent months. Tina Bullock, the attorney representing the family who filed the lawsuit, states that she believes video game addiction is serious and should be treated as such. The firm she represents claims that this is only the first of many lawsuits that will be filed in the foreseeable future. Revenant Hill ain't coming. We got to see Revenant Hill unveiled earlier this year during PlayStation's showcase in development by the same team behind Night in the Woods. In a similar style, 
and unfortunately development won't be continuing. The reason? Key developers impacted by severe health issues. We are a cooperative and we make decisions as a group. For us, this was the clear path to take for the well-being of the team, which is frankly more important than games, says the Glory Society in a statement on their website. Live action Zelda, it's happening. Wes Ball, the director for the movie Maze Runner, will be directing the live action movie based on the Legend of Zelda franchise. Shigeru Miyamoto, Legend of Zelda creator and Avi Arad, who produced Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, will also be involved as producers, with the movie being co-funded between Nintendo and Sony Pictures Entertainment. I have been working on the live action film for many years now. It will take time until its completion, but I hope you look forward to seeing it, said Miyamoto on socials. So, it'll still be a bit of a way. Video games in school. No, no, I'm not talking about cool math games. I'm not talking about the games that Counter-Strike are definitely not supposed to be playing. Thanks to the increasing popularity of esports, there's some renewed conversation among parents and teachers about the future of welcoming online video games into school. With 50,000 students from over 300 schools taking part in the Fuse Cup, an international esports competition for children, it's no longer just a fun oddity, it is becoming as embedded as traditional sports. Recently, 60 players from 25 schools across Australia competed in the national esports finals on the Gold Coast. Although the esports scene isn't quite as lucrative in Australia as it is in Europe or Asia, it was an Australian team, Lucas Melissa, who was crowned champion in the Olympic esports series held in Singapore earlier this year. Of course, this acceptance also means that schools can delve into topics with their students about healthy gaming habits, keeping themselves safe online, and other fun stuff like that. And now for some upcoming games. November 10th brings Air Twister for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. November 13th brings Spirit T for the PC, Xbox Series X, Xbox One and Switch. November 14th brings Gods of the Twilight for the PC. November 15th brings Checkmate Showdown for the PC, Lake Seasons Greeting DLC for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4 and Xbox One, The Last Fate for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Teardown for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. November 16th brings Flashback 2 for the PC, PS5, Xbox X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Jagged Alliance 3 for the PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Lottlemort for the PC. That's it this week in Gaming News. Thank you for that, Zara. Thank um, you. I, well, first of all, congrats to all those kids competing in esports. Um, yeah. That is something that was like unthinkable when I was a kid. Yeah. Take that, Heidel Guidance Counselor. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I can play video games as a career. You never do anything with your life, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is fantastic that gaming is becoming much more recognised as a possible career choice. Both gaming itself, as well as developing games like us. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. You don't have to make game. You don't have to be a developer to be Yeah. No, there's yeah, many, many different all, aspects you know, of it. It's, it's a big industry. Yeah. It's, you know, project managers, marketers, yep. QA people. QA people is so... Like, QA people are the Good most QA important. people, yeah, are fantastic. And so rare. I know. Because everyone wants to leave QA. Yes. Yeah. I spring. I did QA, we all did, you know, yeah. great. But getting a QA person that wants to actually be QA, oh, gold. Yeah. yeah. And can write proper reports and oh. provide enough information and oh, make it look stop. legitimate. And uh, I should show you some of my <laughs> spreadsheets at oh. some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But no, uh, it's fantastic to see it being more recognised in schools. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
And on the topic of um, games being a real job, mm-hmm. as a supporter of um, the physical and mental health of uh, people in the games industry, yep. I'm very glad that Revenant Hill has been delayed. Yes. Yeah, that's seriously cool. Every time yeah. I hear about a game getting delayed, I'm like, oh, that must feel so good for <laughs> Oh, yeah. That, that <laughs> just pressure all the and deadlines stress, back six months. And yeah. it's just like, <laughs> we have time to actually make this our proper vision. Yeah. We don't have to rush it out the door and fix it later. It'll be the game we intention when we release it. Yeah. yeah. We're only working 12-hour days instead of 18. Ugh. I got some deadlines pushed back I got food today for an online course I'm doing, and yeah. I was just like, I don't have to think about that for like a week. So yeah. good. And then you procrastinate for a week and still yeah, do it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> D- different sort of scenario, I imagine, for these guys, though. I'm sure they are very relieved <laughs> and very appreciative. Yeah, something that didn't make it into the news... Um, was local indie developers Esper Games who made a bit of a sleeper hit called Webbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they have just announced their new game. It's kind of been announced to a certain degree for a while, but um, it's got a Steam page now. It's called Isopod, and it is about being a little isopod, like a little pill bug type thing, rolling mm-hmm. around, doing cool it's very adorable. combat yeah. stuff. And it looks like it's going to control amazing. So I'm, I'm yep. very excited for that personally. No, those guys did some fantastic jobs with webbed and the control system and just yeah. making spiders actually adorable. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it looks like it's if story-wise, it yet, it's going to be it like a Steam. spin-off of yeah. webbed. Spin-off? Good one. Oh, <laughs> so funny, Hazel. He got me. That's right. Got Next me. one will be about a cocooned butterfly. Oh. actually spinning a web yeah well you're listening to zed games my name's hazel i'm here in the studio with cameron and peter hello uh, hello my dear friends and Aww. we have got a a little review recorded for us by our other friend caroline yes. of a game called Yay. hidden through time 2 and i'm excited to hear it are you guys excited Me too. to hear it? i am I, I like to find things hidden through time and caroline has good opinions she does <laughs> <laughs> all right let's hear it Hidden Through Time 2, Myths and Magic, it's a hidden object game. You find all the objects that are hiding. You have a set amount of objects, you gotta find them. Pretty self-explanatory. Awesome. You click around the world and interact with some objects, like opening lids on bins, to find things. Maybe it's in the trash. Maybe it's in a house. You gotta look real close. The game has a campaign where you play through four different eras. Greek mythology, 1001 Nights, Middle Ages, and Magical 80s. Woo! Uh, each different era has eight levels each, plus a bonus level if you can find the bonus item in all of the different levels. There's a little story for each era, and each level has a little blurb at the beginning, but honestly, I just skipped that because I wanted to find the things, so mm, don't judge me. The music is nice, there's, you know, nothing really much to say. You're listening to it right now, as the backing, I can... Hush for a moment, let's let you listen. Wow, music. The animations are cute. You can click on an object or a creature and they'll 
do a little wiggle and um, honestly it's kind of a small game perhaps not really worth the asking price I managed to beat it in about five hours and that was me taking it very slow being distracted while watching YouTube's videos while playing it it's cute it's I just don't think I'm really the target audience honestly might really be aimed more towards children do children like hidden object games? Hmm. But you can get a bit more bang for your buck with this game because it does have a architect mode where you can create your own levels and also download and play other levels that people have made. You know, kind of like Mario Maker. Just unfortunately the community size is a bit small so there's not really much on offer in regards to levels that you can download but hey maybe you can buy the game and change that maybe you can make a bunch of awesome levels and i'll play them maybe no guarantees all in all yeah i liked it just not completely my cup of tea i don't hate it let's just say that absolute rigging endorsement i'm sure Hidden Through Time 2 Myths and Magic is available on Steam for $16.50 Australian, published and developed by Rogueside, and I received this product for free. I mean, let's be real here. The reason I got into the games in is to get free games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's the real reason we're all here. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm a broke um, kid from Logan. I'm, that was a lovely review, Caroline. Thank you very much. But I am absolutely fixated on the fact that you said magical 80s at the start. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so, I'm so interested in what that means. Peter suggested off air that it might be a magical world going through its 80s. Yeah, its 80s period. So, like, have they got, like, a magic Wall Street? Maybe, Ooh. and a stock crash as well. Yeah. But it's literally just a cart called Stock Crashing. Did huh. people wake up before they go-goed? Uh, uh. They might Being magical, they might have goed, wake up, goed. Ah, uh, fair yeah. enough. Whoa. Yeah. I wasn't planning on going I think you solo. just broke my perception of time. <laughs> um, I'm... When you say magical 80s to me, I'm thinking of, like... I'm thinking of, like, cyberpunk, like, uh, Shadowrun type hmm. situation. Yeah. Where it's the 80s, but there's like, it's like urban fantasy or something. You could do down, go down the route of like Kingdoms 2 Crowns with their more recent one with Kingdoms 80s, which is literally <laughs> just 80s kids on bikes running through the Kingdoms world. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's a fantastic single player. They got rid of the uh, co-op aspect like they did in Two Crowns and things like that, but it's a single player story. Each level has its own element and you recruit other kids, very, you know, Stranger Things-esque Wow. To your group as you go. You've got trying, special powers. I was trying to explain this to someone the other day. Back in the 80s, this is what we did. We got on BMX bikes. Yep. You met up with other kids that were also on BMX bikes. Yep. You didn't know. And then you just go around the neighborhood randomly and go to some random person's house for lunch. Yeah. The 80s. What a trip. Yeah. Back when no wonder so many kids social. got like abducted and stuff back yeah. then. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, you know, uh, when video games were invented to keep kids inside. And oh, people just God. answered the door to traveling salesmen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. Scary stuff. Imagine um, that traveling to sell something. Now you just do it all online. Anyway, you're listening to Zed Games. Zed Games. With Hazel, Cameron, and Peter. Woo. Woo. And uh, 
we got something to talk about. We do. Mm. Um, I recently attended a little games event, board games event even, uh, called SpringCon down in Ipswich. You may have Ah, heard about it on this show. Um, And while I was there, I played a locally made board game called Trigger Hex. And it uh, captivated me so much that I bought it on the spot from the creator. And... I have been playing it. I have been playing. I have been playing. I had some people come over for a party and a couple of them slept over in the morning after I was just like, you're playing this board game with me. I don't care how hungover you are. <laughs> Sounds like a perfect time to get them into a very deep and complicated board game. That's the thing. It's Ooh. super simple. Ah. So the premise is that you have a hand of cards. Yep. You, have a, you have a deck of cards and um, from them, You've got a hand, and mm-hmm. they are just triangles with colors on them. Oh, okay. Okay. So in the middle is a triangle with your color. So you're either like red, green, or blue. Yep. You pick that at the start. And then around the edges are other colors, and they're like, there's tons of them. Yep. And you can only place one of your triangle cards down on the board next to one with a matching color on that edge. Right. Yep. And if there's if you're putting it in the middle of like three other triangles, you gotta match all three edges. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. Following um, so far. And, and I'm not the drunk. the aim of the game is to make a hexagon out of your triangles. Um Bestagons. Hexagons are the best guns. Hexagons as we know. are the best guns. Um and like it sounds so simple. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got cards with colours on them. Yep. You're gonna put them down and make a hexagon. There's some also some action cards which let you like mess with other people. Okay. Like swap their cards out for your cards and, and stuff like that. Now we got a game. Yep. But like this, as soon as you start playing, you realize the strategy is so deep because like there's like psychology. You've got to have the right cards in your hand to be able to play them in the right place, and like it just gets so convoluted so quickly. And you don't want to like show your your you don't want to like tip your hand and be like. Oh yeah, I can I can win here because somebody's just gonna block you or they're gonna like trash one of your cards out. And it like th- the second I started playing, I lost the first game. By the way, like yep. this wasn't like a oh I won I mean, every game like- that I played and now and now I'm like ooh I'm the best. Um, Melee destroyed me on our first game. <laughs> Melee does that with board games. I've found. Yeah, Melee's really good at board games. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, like I lost badly. There's photos of it. And <laughs> just flipping tables. And yeah. I was just like, I have to play more. I have to play another game. We played another game that day, and then I, we both bought copies. Oh, wow! Like that's a ringing endorsement. It sounds so simple, and it's so hard to explain why it's so captivating. Um, if you are at any board game events and you see Trigger Hex there, try it seriously. I'm not telling you you have to buy it or anything. Just try it because I'm it, telling it, you, you have to buy it. Well, yeah. It, it would be Straight cool, up. you know. You'd be supporting a um, a local game developer. Yeah, mm. always good. Thing. Um, I always think she's from thing. the the Gold Coast, and uh, she's telling me she's actually not really into board games. She's never done anything like this, but she just like had the idea. Oh, yep. And like, is I guess a skilled enough business person to develop it completely and publish it herself. Like yeah. it's self published. It's not through some big distributor or something. Um, she's got it in stock at like board game stores all over the country and i'm like i'm fascinated by 
board game business. Oh, like, how do you absolutely. go from having an idea to to getting that like on a shelf somewhere? Well, well uh, someone <laughs> no, we don't have it, time it, for that. Yeah, it is complicated, but it can be very rewarding, especially once you start getting yeah. those physical pieces and stuff out just, of the prototype I was phase. Really yeah. impressed. Yeah, how many players does it support? Uh, that's the the great thing. You can play in teams. So Ooh, mm. with the rules as written in the book, you can go up to you can play. F- um, two, three, four, or six players. Not okay. five. No, not five. Definitely not five. Because um, five doesn't have... make a hexagon. True. Yeah. So if you have four friends, yeah, either There's lose three one. Colors. You can have a four-sided <laughs> hexagon. Right. There's three <laughs> colors, and um, you can have teams of of like just yourself or two people. Yep. Which means yeah, you can play two, three, four, or six. Yep. So if you have if you only have four friends, I'm sorry. No. You're going to have to either make a new friend or sacrifice one. This table doesn't flip well enough. Just, no. <laughs> Hazel is willing to come and be your friend. Aww. Am I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Speaking of board game events where yes. you might see cool board games, um, there is an event on this very weekend coming Indeed. up. Indeed. I am um, excited. Oh, good. It's called Go Play 2023. It's a two-day tabletop RPG convention uh, hosted at the Edge in South Brisbane, which is just near the big library and the Mm -hmm. museum. Yep. Um, From 11th to 12th of November, Mm -hmm. both days from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. They're going to be featuring over 27 different role-playing systems. That's a lot. Ooh. That's a lot. I can't yeah. even think of 27 role-playing systems. From and I, I have, like, terminal tabletop <laughs> RPG brain. Yep. Um, From what I understand, a lot of the spots for those RPG games have already been filled out because you did need to sign up for them. But there is a lot of pickup games and other things going to be happening as well. Huh. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, over 48 different games to play in those yeah. 27 different systems. Uh, a board game library that you can just like, pick up and play. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's going to be local board game and tabletop designers in attendance. Yep. So, they are yeah. fantastic. I know some um, of them. And it, from the RSVPs, it looks like it's going to be the biggest one they've had yet. So yeah. it's That's awesome. No, sounds look, good. I'm unfortunately busy this weekend, but if I, I wasn't, I would be there. Saturday. Everyone go there and you can see Peter in the flesh. Oh, yay. You can see me from across the room because I will stand well and truly shoulders above everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's freaky. Yeah. You gotta stop being so tall, man. I know, I'll just walk around on my knees. Just get some, like, little skates on there. <laughs> I'll still be the same height as most people. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Zed Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Zed Games on 4 Triple Z. Oi, mate, you're listening to Zed Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Zed Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Zed Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Zed Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Zed Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Zed Games at 4 Triple Z. You're listening to Zed Games at 4 Triple Z. Got a bit carried away. You're listening to Zed Games with Hazel, Cam, and Peter. That you are. And, uh, there's there's a very silly announcement that we need to talk about. It's no, not no, silly. No, this is very serious. I, I don't I don't want to give this air because it's not a good practice. I don't like it. No. Um, but uh, can I announce it first? Well, yeah. Can you an- go ahead. Okay. We need to make. I would like to announce that you can wish list and pre-order this announcement of a teaser trailer for an announcement of another pre-order for the full pre-order of the wish list item. That is GTA 6. 
don't miss out kids yes i mean i'm i pre-ordered already i know otherwise they'll run out of copies i know of a digital game <laughs> yeah that isn't out yet that hasn't even been shown that they that haven't all stated. we know is probably going to be called six so that might be yeah. some sort of grand san andreas and 2 and auto yeah Yes. Um, Rockstar has announced that they will be... Announcing. They've announced that they will be dropping the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto game uh, sometime in December. And I just... Yep. Like, what what level of hype building marketing are we on where you can announce that a trailer is coming sometime next month for a game that is like the sequel to a series that hasn't had a new game in... How long Over has it been, like, 10, 10 years? years? Over 10 yeah. years now. Yeah. And it's the worst kept secret in the entire industry that it's oh, been yeah. worked on. I, like, yeah. it's like, it's the probably one of the best-selling games of all time. Wii How would there not be another one? Take-Two stock price went up 5% overnight. Yeah. Because of this. And it's like, how did you not think this was coming? Yeah, why didn't you put it, you know, 5% last month? Yeah. yeah. Like, or, you know, two years ago. It's, <laughs> it's like... I don't know. I think this might be just, like, market manipulation at this point. Oh, it's oh, totally. Yeah. Because, like, people love getting hyped. Like, mm-hmm. We love it. We're, we're suckers for it. Because yep. it's all about the new, the mystery. And at this phase, mm. GTA 6 is perfect. Oh, yeah. Because we don't know what it is. It could be anything in our minds. Yep. And in yeah. our minds, it's perfect. So we get excited yeah. for it. GTA 6 is going to let me upload my consciousness into the game. Um, yeah. Oh, let's do, let's do some predictions for GTA 6. Oh, Okay science fiction fantasy thing yeah gta 6 will have a mode where your parents come and they say they're proud of you oh yeah wow Whoa. i know just real power fantasy stuff there. that sounds great yeah and this one the uh, <laughs> adult ladies of the night beat you with baseball bats and it's consensual <laughs> whoa yeah I'm down for that. it's all right now this is like the second scene in the game or something who knows yeah yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's got to go in like a saints row direction where the new one or the old one the like Saints Row three or four, oh, whichever yeah. one had aliens. Yeah, so Saints Row four. Four, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just the, the, I don't know how they can G- make another GTA that's just like the same stuff again. Mm. Give me a new crackdown, people. I'm pretty oh. sure they did have like aliens and cryptids in number five. So somewhat, sure. there were drug trips and people in suits and other things like that. I mean, from all of the rumors and things that have been out over the past year or two with leaks and other things like that, there is some exciting elements that potentially could be in there. Actually having a female protagonist and just like with GTA V, switching between them. Apparently it's a couple, Bonnie and Clyde style. Oh, that's cool. Um, And it's going to be multiple different cities as well. Not just one main city, but multiple cities. Oh my god. Um, Apparently five times the size of GTA V's map. Um... 200 gig install like some of the rumors are just crazy i can't bring bring myself to care about that yeah yeah will it run on the switch Uh, (laughs) i don't know because otherwise i'm out (laughs) it'll it'll run on the steam deck 3 oh fantastic (laughs) no it'll run on your smart fridge and that's it they're releasing exclusively on that exclusive to my samsung smart fridge that i don't own and will never own because why would my fridge need to connect to the internet it runs within skyrim Oh, yes. brilliant. It's oh, wow. like the metaverse, man. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just a mod for Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> Grand this Theft Auto the, Skyrim. The ultimate Skyrim. It mod runs pack. in Roblox. Okay. <laughs> now, put it in Fortnite, and that'll probably cheer every 18 year old, you know. That'll be up. great. Yeah. You know, Do you have any really like happy. real upcoming games that you guys are excited for? Yes. 
What is Do it? Do tell. Uh, so the only one that's on my list that is still due to come out at the end of 2023 is Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. Right. Still due out, no release date yet, and it's the second last month of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Like, what are they going to do? Launch it on They'll December 31st or something? They'll just get one of those t-shirt cannons and start driving around <laughs> the street launching it at people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. You get a Space Marine. You, you get, get a, a Space, space Marine. Marine. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, it's already in early access, but I haven't played it. I'm yep. pretty excited for Jump Light Odyssey. It looks mm-hmm. really cool. Sweet. Um, and that's a another Australian dev and we love supporting our Australian indie devs that we do absolutely Super Cam? Mario RPG Super Mario oh yeah do I get to rebuy Wait, games a, I already have for the Super Nintendo it's yes a, is it just a remake yeah so the original wow yeah. I mean the quality but of the original life was updates. like yeah. yeah the original was really good though yeah hmm great fun the only other thing I've kind of got excited on my list that isn't even a full game release is the summer update for Dinkum I'm oh. surprisingly addicted to that game when there is new content. I remember you showed me that back a yeah. while back. Yeah, well, we, we still some, need to start a server and you know start an island. There's yeah. something else upcoming right now that yeah. I'm pretty excited for, and that is uh, Film Club coming Ooh. up right after us in about five minutes time. I so, honestly, we're... don't know what films are out at the moment. Uh, the Marvels comes out today. Well, oh. I, don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know what films are coming out because I do a game show, not a yes. film show. I know. It's none of my business. I'll leave it to Gary. <laughs> leave um, it to the experts. But thank you all for listening to Indeed. another episode of Zed Games. Yay. And yes. we are going to have to say goodbye. So, so good long, night. Farewell. Goodbye. Love you. <laughs> Thanks Until for all the fish. Until next week. I have another prediction for GTA. You play as a fish. Okay. You play as a Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, you can find us on the Community Radio Plus app or find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time.